Thank you for choosing this episode of Kansas City Food Memories, where we take you on a stroll down memory lane and share stories about our favorite food, people, and places from the 1980s and 90s. Remember, this is a tape presentation of a live show, so do not call in or text in when prompted during the podcast. Also, if you want to catch us live, you can uh, do so every Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 98.1 FM, Kansas City. Today's guest was Kathy Quinn, the ever-popular reporter from Fox 4 News in Kansas City, and also a couple other things that you will find interesting. Sit back and enjoy. Well, good morning and welcome to Kansas City Food Memories, where we take you on a stroll down memory lane and share stories about our favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s that no longer are around. As you've been listening over the last few months, sometimes we go a little earlier and sometimes a little bit later. Today's guest is going to be fantastic. Before we get started on that, uh, let's get caught up on a couple of things. This show is made possible by the ownership of Best Regards Bakery and Cafe, which is my wife and I. (laughs) And she is kind enough to indulge me and let me do this show. But um, that's why we're able to do this entire show without commercials. So when we get going on the conversation, we just keep going. So we have a full hour of content talking about our favorite memories, asking questions, and digging a little deep. Hoping I can get a couple of recipe tips today. But um, so if you want to know about Best Regards Bakery and Cafe, go to our website at makethemsmile.com. That's the that's the website we've had for almost 30 years now, is how long we've been around. Catch us for breakfast, uh, cinnamon rolls, cherry danishes, biscuits, cat head biscuits and gravy. We use sausage from Paradise Soccer Meats up north. And then for lunch, uh, hit us up for that. We have, B- oh, that oh, we're getting locally grown tomatoes, so the BLTs will be hopping this week. Porchetta sandwich. Some of the, uh, We're pretty famous for the grilled cheese sandwiches. For uh, bakery and treats, cream puffs, eclairs. I think we just sold out of eclairs when I left about 15 minutes ago. So we have plenty of cream puffs, though. And we make everything else. So next week, sign up for my email. Go to makethemsmile.com. There's two things you're going to get about value. You'll get a synopsis of what happened on the radio show and updates. Like two weeks ago when we had that fantastic pork tenderloin show, I had a flyer that summarized the results and gave you directions of where to go to get the top five pork tenderloins in Kansas City. The second thing is you're going to get an update on some of the new products that are coming out. For all you Swifties out there, and uh, my older listeners won't have a clue what I'm talking about unless you're a grandmother, but the, for the Swifties out there, we have a set of sugar cookies for the Taylor Swift content, uh, concert. We're also going to be making the chai tea sugar cookies that will be available for your Swifty parties. So sign up for the email. You'll be able to get that information. Can't say food memory. So the phone number is 913-586-7798. You're going to want to program that into your phone because uh, the text line is always open during my hour. Again, that number is 913 913- Five eight six seven seven nine eight. We're not going to open up the phone lines for just a little bit because I want to get caught up with today's guest because she is fantastic. And um, uh, what's the female version of Michelangelo? Oh, of many talents. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. No. Thank so you. I have with me today Kathy Quinn. So if you're, um, there's several sides to her. So you've been a wonderful reporter at Channel Four. Thank you so much. For, I'm not going to ask you how many years, <laughs> but it's how many years have you been at Channel 4? Channel 4. I thought it was 22, but I just looked the other day. It's 20 years, five months, and however many that days. That is absolutely amazing. I love it, yeah. You know, it's uh, your longevity is due because you you're very personable, you're relatable. You share, oh. I mean, the whole local energy and vibe that we have going on in Kansas City. But I think I love Kansas City, and, and this is fantastic talking about memories and things. I grew up watching 
WDAF at my grandmother's home. She lived right around the corner because, and I used to watch, you know, here's the station, isn't it so oh, yeah. cool? And the, to work there. I mean, I'm not kidding. Every day, if I walk through the studio, which is not every day, but those big doors, imagine the history those doors could tell us of the people oh, that walk through those doors. And yeah. I get chills. I do. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, you know, there's there's so many stories possible, but I think we're going on, I don't know, 22, 23 weeks. It's just absolutely shocking how many dots we've been able to com- uh, connect on this show. I, I, it's incredible. So, so you came up about a month and a half ago when your husband, mm-hmm. Ian Byrne, was on the show. Right. He is quite the character. He's something else. Is he's, he worse at home? <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's a wonderful storyteller, and he's got that beautiful accent that people love. Uh, of course, people know him from the elders. Other people know him. He does beautiful woodwork. Right. And so he's a very talented person. I've known him a long time. Yes. Yeah. So he told the story, uh, uh, interesting story of how you two met. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, did you hear his version of it? Or is Her, that- I, you know, I heard his version. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, we were... Um, in the country, we'd go to Ireland. My father would take all 10 of us. There were eight kids and my two parents. We would go and stay with some uh, family and friends over there. And Ian's family happened to live across the river, the Vale of Avoca, which is we're actually the band. The elders are going over there in October. So we would stay there. And Ian said, I'd never seen so many blackheads in my whole life. You know, <laughs> you know, we're all dark hair. Right, as opposed and, to the redheads. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was uh, being toured around. We were... His sister was helping us. She was the nanny of the family where we were staying, Wesley Burroughs and his wife, Helena. They were in Greece and we used their home, showing us all around. And my sisters ran in and said, they're th- these guys, they're throwing pine cones at us. Get out, get out here, get out here. I'm not, I'm the middle of the family. I'm not even the oldest. So I got out there, get out here, fight like a man. <laughs> and so he just laughed and took off. Yeah. So we went inside to tell his sister, these guys, and they had this and they had these long, those bell bottoms, you know, and he had, a, well, at that time, mullets were so yeah. nice. <laughs> And um, he had this, and he did he have a red jacket on? She said, and I said, yes, he did. Well, she goes, oh my god, that's my brother. <laughs> that was it. So why we why did you go to? <clears throat> let's back up a little bit. So why did you go to Ireland? My father is Irish. Okay. My mother's from Salamanca, Guanajuato, in Mexico. Okay. So my father's family, so his grandfather would have been from Ireland. Okay. Uh, we found out uh, probably County Wexford. So uh, back then, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have. Uh, everything on TV and every, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. didn't, you couldn't, it was a dream. And I think it is still is today. If you come from Ireland, it's, it's like, it's mythical, it's mystical. It's, it's just, you feel that you have to go back to visit where you yeah. came from. And so we did. And he oh my goodness. saved his money, packed us all up. And, you know, he's very, we, we stayed in castles. We stayed all over fabulous places. He had it all day. He was an attorney. So he's very detailed, detail oriented. And he just, it was fabulous. And we went in a van a big van, and uh, we put a Quinn family on the side. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the, <clears throat> the Hispanic heritage we'll get to in a little bit. That's mm-hmm. part of why you're here. But so it was your your mother was on the Garcia side, mm-hmm. okay? And so how did your – is there an interesting story how your mom and dad met? So my family had a restaurant that we're going to talk about later. Right. Uh, so my mother was running the restaurant with, uh, you know, her brothers and her family. Right. And so my uncle Carlos and his brother Raphael used to bowl, and they bowled. Don Quinn happened to be on – Play, bold with them. And also my father was in a choir. I believe it was over at Visitation Church. So okay. my uncle Carlos was in that choir. And so one day after the choir, he said, why don't you come over to our family restaurant and let's have some tacos? And my dad said, sure. And he brought his sister. And then, so there they were. And my mother was there also. And he goes, God, your wife is so beautiful. And my uncle Carlos said, my wife, that's my sister. <laughs> and they were married a year after that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He just said, and people would say at that time, um, you know, 
you know, she's Mexican. And he goes, I just knew I loved her. Yeah. And, and to the day that they are no longer with us, my father would always say, isn't she the most beautiful woman Aww. in the world? Yeah. Oh, God, he did. Oh, my gosh. And she was. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, um, so I put a, um, well, I'll, I'll read a, a post on a Facebook about uh, one of the, one of my listeners mm-hmm. talked about your grandmother as being the most amazingly beautiful woman that at 10 years old, he fell in love with her. Oh, my goodness. And so I, I, I have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure that was your grandmother. It could have been your mother. I think. Could have been your mother. I think it was. Do you, does, did he give a name? <laughs> uh, uh, um, yes, but I'll, I'll give it to you off okay. here. <laughs> okay. Um, I, think I, I think I may, I think I know who this is. Oh, my gosh. I think I know who this is. This it, that is, would not surprise me in the least. Because this person came to me on one of our zip trips at Fox okay. 4 and said that um, she was beautiful. My mother was beautiful and a beautiful singer. They had a group yeah. called Las Palmas Trio. And I just found their 45s. We're having a family reunion in August, and I'm putting oh. it all together for the family. I actually found the uh, original menus for my restaurant. Um, so do you much even history. know how to play the 45s? I, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do have a record player. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, it's funny. You can get those now that are with a USB connection. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, God. There's 45s. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you, you can't beat the music of it. No. You know, and it's. I'm sure it's psychological, but it's just you swear that the music is just so more alive it's a, when you play off an and, and music if you talk about my family it's very deeply rooted so you've got my mother and father i didn't finish that they then she went to the choir then after that never missed a choir <laughs> a choir practice so they sang together and they sang in the, the lyric opera here in kansas city as yeah. well my mother and my father spoke spanish uh, and and sang in the mexican fiestas and all so music is very deep in my family well you know what's interesting is that how much music has um, come into play with the restaurants so Jim Eddy, one of my favorite guests ever, mm-hmm. um, you know, as, as dad started the business with Eddie's Lounge and then mm-hmm. all that. But, you know, they brought in music acts. You know, that was all about music. You know, we had um, the Costello family. Yes. You know, we had them. Um, they were talking about that. And then, um, oh, gosh, what was that? Uh, Antoine's on the Boulevard. Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, he was in a band. So when he closed the bar, he used to, I think he played the saxophone, if I remember right. Yeah, live music. Yeah. Live music, was it, they, they had it at our restaurant. We would have live music. And when we moved it to 85th and Warner, we had a flamenco guitar player who would play there every Friday and Saturday night. So, yeah, music is, is huge. So let's, let's go and go all the way back to the beginning with Las Palmas when it first opened. Mm-hmm. It was your grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And I remember your mom's name was Lupe. No. I'm, my grandmother's Grandma, grandma's name. Yeah, my grandmother's Guadalupe Garcia. Yeah. My mother is Victoria, Victoria okay. Garcia. Right. Well, I remember I remember the name Lupe because Lupe. that's my mother my uh Sherry's grandmother's name, okay. Topeka. So as you remember, <laughs> your, fa- your grandfather's name I did not remember because mm-hmm. it's hard to pronounce and what was that? Primitivo. Primitivo. Okay. Primitivo. All right. Yes. So why did they open a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant? So they came over uh, my grandfather was a, a watchmaker jeweler. My grandmother did odds and ends and actually worked at the Harvey House uh, for several years and right. makes a great, great meatball. Oh. oh, man, they taught her to make that. But anyway, she's a be- wonderful cook. And someone said, Doña Lupe, you give this food away all the time. You know how it is. People would come to your house at my grandmother's home. Why don't you open up a restaurant? And someone had said, we'll give him six months. Well, let's see, 30 years later. Yeah. So that's why she opened it up with her children. And it was fabulous. Uh, 4551 Prospect. Okay. It was beautiful. It had, if they if they look at Fox 4's website on my bio, you can see pictures of the restaurant. It's beautiful, beautifully designed, just great. Um, and then uh, we had it there for twenty years. Okay. So were were there very many Mexican restaurants back then? From what I understand, and I interviewed someone years ago who wrote a book, "Who's Who in Kansas City." They said ours was the first. Okay, that's what I understand. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, there were after there there were, for example, we brought so many people in. Uh, Dr. Canrack, who who he and his wife, I believe, came from Mexico. She couldn't speak English. They go, oh my gosh, there's a Mexican restaurant. And we became lifelong friends yeah. with them. That type of thing. Uh, my grandmother was very charismatic that she would help people, people from Cuba uh, that were friends and they became family friends and things like that. So the restaurant was like a family. It wasn't just like a business. It really was. And my grandmother used to have a thing, uh, you know, the nacimientos are, do you know that mm-hmm. from your, okay. A nativity scene at Mexico. Oh, sure. So it's not just the nativity scene. They're wax figurines and my cousin who's no longer with us would make him in Mexico. It's a, it's a fine art. I still have a few pieces left, but you, it would depict different scenes of the Bible. Yeah. And my grandmother would have the entire room of part of the restaurant made out. I've got video of it. And there's everything. one room dedicated to that. Absolutely. Wasn't it? yes. It's a huge thing yeah. in Mexico, yeah. but nacimiento. So people came every Christmas, she would have it out there and they would come from all over the country to come and see her nacimiento. Well, I can't imagine how difficult it was back then to do a new type of restaurant, you know, because there's no internet. You know, no, you know, there's no mass communication. So, you know, to introduce a new ethnic food. And, and having then. no experience in yeah. it whatsoever and just uh, going on your trust of your people yeah. and your talent and just saying, trust in God, I hope we do yeah. this. And she did. Yeah. But your grandpa's, um, he was a musician, guitar player, right? My grandfather, he was a fabulous uh, classical guitarist. She played, and my grandmother played uh, the guitar as well. Their daughter, Pita, that we'll talk about later, okay. Lupita, the nun, Sister Anne Victoria Garcia. Some people call her Sister Spanish. She used to teach it. Uh, let's see. Or was it Pius? She taught okay. it Pius. And anyway, she's a Sister of Charity of Leavenworth. Um, she played, and they played as a part of the his, the Mexican contingency for President Roosevelt on the White House lawn. She was four years old. My aunt played the guitar. But yes, my grandparents, and I have I have reel-to-reel of those two. Oh. It's just, it's unbelievable. So do they play at the restaurant, or how did they? Oh, they did, okay, yeah. did they? Yo, they played at the restaurant. They had all sorts of pedi trio. Um, we have pictures of the pedi trio. My grandmother would dress them up in Mexican outfits, but they were really good. They were very popular. Yeah. Did you ever work in the restaurant? Excuse me? Well, I, well, I didn't know when they closed. <clears throat> I didn't have... Yes. Because I can't get into... The math of when no, they closed. No, don't you either. <laughs> I, I was staying away from it, so I was nice to ask you. Did yes, you? I did. My we we all did. Yeah. we all worked there. I started yeah. as a busboy. Okay, and uh, ended up yes. Um, we missed. You would miss dances. You would miss games, but it oh, didn't. Yeah. It, it you know it didn't matter. We knew we had to go to the restaurant. Yeah. And as I said, it wasn't like a job. Yeah, it was oh, like no, it's your life. It was. It yeah. is your life. Yeah. you know, in the bakery. Oh yeah. It's your life. So, yeah, no, we loved it. And I had a brother that went through medical school and law school studying in the back. My brother, John, would sit on top of the ice machine doing his studies as he's washing dishes. You know, we all we all did it. It was fun. Well, well, my family was a little bit different. We only had one child, Faith. Okay. So she went all the way through grade school, junior high, and most of high school keeping us a secret. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of kids, some kids want to go into it. That's, they, they work there all the time. Then there's some that want to go the opposite direction. And so she actually never told any of her friends what we did. So I remember when I think it was her junior or senior year in high school, her friends finally found out and they were so mad, you know, that that it's like, what? We could have been going there. And it's like, oh, no, you don't want to do that. Oh, no. People, I took my sixth grade class there, second grade class. We'd have schools that, uh, Spanish classes coming out. Miss Caulfield brought her Spanish class uh, every year. This is where they would learn. These are what tacos and they would learn, you know, they would be able to put it all together. So before you were able to escape the restaurant, what did you do there? I didn't want to, you know, I will tell you what, I wanted to buy the restaurant. Oh my goodness. Why didn't you? Dad just said it was too too many headaches. Okay. My father was an attorney, oh. and he said it was too many headaches, yeah. and it was too much work. And my mother worked very, very yeah. – we all did. 
Um, but I did. I wanted it. I'd probably be huge if I no. had kept it. Well, you know, it. I mean, it, every, every generation's different. But, you know, in today's day and age, I don't think I'd wish this on my child, you know, with the, today's business climate yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, you know, in business, it seems like about every 20 years, the industry has major changes. And there are a lot now. You've got, you know, food trucks because of COVID, oh, yeah. more and more yeah, food trucks. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't mind doing a food truck. Yeah. But uh, having the overhead, people don't realize the overhead. Oh, yeah. And then people don't show up for work. I mean, you... Yep. You're the one. Yeah. You take I'm, it over. You're going to get from both sides. And we know? had great people. We had yeah. families that worked yeah. there. We had sisters, Susie yeah. and all, Marianne and Janie. They were all sisters. They all worked at oh, the yeah. restaurant, you know? Oh, yeah. So. Well, that's good. So uh, tell me, um, so when I put the post on a couple different history groups, and mm-hmm. one of them, the, the number one dish that people miss the absolute most is the chili con carne. Mm. They said it was the best they've ever had. Why? So do you have the recipe? I do not. Okay. Um, you know, in the recipe, I tried to, so I've, I've gotten a copy of the recipe that supposedly that they used right. and they say it's not the same, but I, I try to explain to people recipe is only one third of the process. Let me have, the, that's it. That's yeah, totally yeah. it. My grandmother didn't have recipes. Yeah. She just did it from memory and yep. then by tasting and by pinching and all oh, that gosh. kind of stuff. Oh yeah. I remember doing this with, um, grandma Lyra over in Topeka when she was making tortillas. Oh. You know, she she would do it by hand, and she would never write it down. So I remember they would take turns having people watch her do it and try to <laughs> try to get the notes on how to, how to make that. And we'd ask my mom too, and she'd say, "Just come here and watch me. Just yeah. come here and watch yeah. me. I don't write it down." She didn't. And it, that's hard to do. I mean, it's stressful when you're watching, watching, mm-hmm. you know, and then you watch it, and then you go home and try to make it. It's just not the same. It's not the same. You so know, you, let me have a copy of that I'll make okay. it for you and tell you what what the okay. tweaks are. You know, because uh, so I try to tell people that the quality, that quality and type of ingredients make a difference, but the technique. It totally is, is the technique. Is, I think technique is probably half of it. You know, for example, if you're making something like Spanish rice, you may leave it on too long, or yep. you may not know what kind of how much water really to add, yeah. and at what point. That's yeah. what it is. Oh yeah. You know, simple things as simple as you know browning the rice in a specific kind mm-hmm. of oil. Yes, before absolutely. Before you make the rice, Shh, you don't know, tell the secrets. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is my life. You know, I, I obsess over the little details okay. and the technique because that's what develops the most flavor. You know, like if you're making uh, Spanish rice or Mexican rice, if you do, if you skip that one step, you could do the entire recipe yeah. exactly right, and it's not even going to be it's close. It's yucky, yeah. I you know, agree. and my guess is that on the chili con carne is the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, the oh, love you chili know, con and carne. It, we don't have to share it publicly, but I want to know it, so maybe I, <laughs> okay. maybe I can add it, you know, for a special or something during sure. the summer. So that was the number one uh, chili con queso. I was going to say that. Chilo con queso would have been my first. Really? Yeah. Okay, what do you think they did different that made it so... Well, they do it too much like uh, nachos. I can't stand nachos and cheese. And okay. The way they, th- that's yucky. Um, you don't put it in a dip. You don't dip it in. You've got your tortilla that you make, your handmade tortilla, not a, something you buy out of a bag, and you fry it in the specific oil, and then you put it... You, It's really pretty, so pretty. It looks like a, a painting. Almost with the cheese, the way it's melted. Now, that's so, how I feel. So, like. chili con queso to you is not a dip. No. So, what does oh, it look like? What not. is it? It's it's tostadas or flat tortillas. Okay. okay, that you've fried and they're beautiful. They're not. They don't have to be straight. They're just natural. You fry them in the particular oil right. that I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just it, it has to when you're cooking it, you see it. It's almost like. Um, not uh, you, I like to use shredded cheese, too, in there because it melts a little bit faster and a little bit different. But it's almost like a painting where it's strings of the cheese uh-huh. that come up and oh. you pour it on the 
tostada like that. That's how it is. Oh, like, my goodness. Put it in a dip. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know the one food that when we go back to Topeka that I miss that you cannot get at a restaurant, tostadas. Okay. You know, and I think part of the reason restaurants don't do it is it, it doesn't travel. Mm-hmm. So you can't deliver it, you know, and delivery, I think, Because no, it such gets big, soggy. Yeah, it gets soggy. I mean, you have to really eat it probably within the first five minutes. What kind of tostadas do you like, bean or beef? Or oh, what? I don't care, you know, as long as, you know, that with the tortillas. Because they always fry up the tortillas in a pan. They don't mm-hmm. deep fry them. They do them in a pan in a specific oil. It's just the way Grandma, <laughs> Grandma Whoopi is what uh, my daughter oh. calls her. Um, and Topeka, I mean, this, it, the, the whole family, the sisters, the daughters, the, they all make it the same way. It's fantastic. My grandmother, we called her Mama Lupe, mm-hmm. and my grandfather's Papa Tivo. Okay. And she could make anything a meal. Yeah. The fridge might, like, look empty, and she'd come out with, oh, my God. She was fabulous. I don't yeah. know how she did it. She was just fabulous. And I remember the first time, I mean, this is going back a long time ago, the first time I went there and had it, you know, it had potatoes and it had corn or peas in it. And I'm just like, what is this? And I tried it, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I just... I, I, I fell in love immediately. What uh, we were known for were the costillas, which are Mexican ribs. Not a lot of people mm-hmm. made those. And I don't know, my mother's costillas, my husband would salivate for those costillas. And anybody would know we'd have costillas that night because it, it was a process. They'd be, we're coming over for dinner. We're coming yeah. over for dinner. Mexican ribs. They're unbelievable. Hmm. Beautiful. They don't have to be, and you don't have to be hot, hot, hot. Yeah. That's what my mother used to say. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a spicy Nice little flavor, but not just to burn your mouth off. Yeah. So um, that was big at the restaurant or at the Yes, family? at the restaurant. Really? But we only okay. served those, I believe, on Saturday nights. Okay. When, when, did, when did the restaurant close? Because I know uh, it was open for a long time, and then it opened early up. Early 80s. Tempor- early 80s? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. And it, um, was okay. Sa- it was a sad day. Right. And, and it's lovely. It's a, uh, Corner Cocktails. The, I love those guys, the Walsh's. I can't even go in there because it makes me sad. I know oh. it's been so many years. They're such great people. But that was the same... Front of our restaurant, some of our furniture is still in there. Where From, was that built? What is there now? 85th and Mornell. Yeah. No, they went, they, Corner Cocktails. They're Irish now. Corner, okay. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> How's that for irony, huh? All right. Okay. Um, let's take a quick break here. So for all the listeners out there, if you have any questions for Kathy Quinn, either about her at Channel 4 or about Las Palmas, if you want to share a specific memory or question about that, phone number, um, Rocco, let's go ahead and open up a couple of the phone lines. The phone number is 913 913- Five eight six seven seven nine eight is the phone number nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. And for the regular listeners out there, go ahead and program that into your phone. So that'll make it a lot easier for you to to call in or text in. And then, um, so yeah, I had a couple had a few different a couple different comments over here um, from people on on Facebook. Dave, um, let's talk about how he absolutely loved to go there. One of them was the cheese enchiladas. Except for whatever reason, those were amazing, and nobody's as close. Okay. I love my whole restaurant and everything, but enchiladas, and there's a reason that I can't stand the enchiladas. They were fabulous, wonderful, because I had to make them. So we prepared, we, we pre-made them in the afternoon. So here I'm in on a summer, for example, on a summer day with no air conditioning in the kitchen. All you have is fans. And we had a big steam table. And so we would put the enchiladas in the steam table. I'd have to roll them. Okay. We had cheese enchiladas. We had beef enchiladas. They were fabulous. The yes. mole was great. But I got tired of them. You know, it's like you, if you made so many cookies, you wouldn't want to eat them anymore. But yes, they were, they were very, very popular. Okay. You mentioned mole. Um, is there, I don't think this will get you in trouble. Uh, is there anybody in town who has mole, a restaurant that you really like? I can't. I'd have to think about it. Okay, think about that. The only place I found that I really like that makes it from scratch is um, Ixtapa. Ooh. 
Extapa. I think they have one up north and one at 95th and Metcalf. It's more of a, it, we didn't have the mole at the time. We would serve it like a special, maybe like right. on a Saturday night right. because it's a lot, once again, it's a big process. Yeah. Well, we had it at our wedding because, you know, the fam- oh. fam- family <laughs> well, cooked the food. <laughs> okay. You know, but it's just, I don't want to have to go through another chicken, wedding. What did you have? Chicken yeah. mole? Oh, or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, chicken mole. That's that's what. But Extapas is really good because it's oh. um, you know they you can get on you can get on the enchiladas or you can get on the chicken, you know which is. But I love that rich. But sauce. see the, the same mole, the, the almost the same mole that you use is what you dip the enchilada tortilla mm-hmm. in to to do that. Yes, I know how to do mm, that. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, well if you think about it, <laughs> I'm you know, hungry who, now. Who, yeah, but you know I like the food that really pays attention to detail, you know, that gets the process right. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many regular restaurants that it's almost like Tex-Mex, you know, if they do mole, it's they use the jars, you know, the instant, and that's that's not the same. And I'm afraid if I... I'm thinking about it because if I say a Mexican restaurant, I don't want to no. hurt or upset anybody. No. no, what you can do is um, think about it this week. Okay. Get me the information. Right. I'll filter it and I'll take the blame. Okay, okay. I'll okay. take the blame. You know, but if, <laughs> but if somebody's honoring the history of some of these dishes, I want people to know about where they can go get that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I also don't want to lead somebody astray and say, go here and get that, and they go and it's instant. I can tell you that I have um, some of my favorite restaurants let's see and we have kind of a history um i have a lot of favorite mexican restaurants but one of them is uh, el taquito la fonda el taquito and their family um their father worked with my grandmother for a while he's not no longer with us but now maria and her sister sandy have the restaurant and and actually maria does el grupo Totonilco, which is a dance group that she's done i think i think nearly 45 50 years now and my grandmother was one of the teachers to teach her See how it all connects? You know, if if, <laughs> if you and Ian were getting in a heated discussion, <laughs> I would love to listen to you too. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, him with his accent, you with your accent, I bet that would be an absolute hoot. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's, um, I, I should feel guilty. Okay, so uh, Dave is the person that also put in there that um, I thought that the owner's wife was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen, and oh. this 9 or 10-year-old had a huge crush oh. on her. Isn't that cute? She would have loved to yeah. have that. Yeah, so that, that was pretty neat on that one. She had a beautiful smile. Beautiful smile. <laughs> well, she, I mean, she loved what she did with the people mm-hmm. she was doing it with. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, um, Rocco, let's go ahead and go to, uh, we have a caller we, on line one. We have Molly. Molly, what do you have for us? Hi, Kathy. This is Molly. How are you? Hi, Molly. How are you? I'm good. I was friends with your sister, Elizabeth. Oh, I'm sorry. I, some- <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, no, she was wonderful. But I have such great memories oh. of the restaurant. Is this is this Judge in- Molly, my good girl? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my is. God. Oh, God. Molly's got great stories, Molly. Go ahead. <laughs> I was so excited to turn on the radio. I'm on the way to pick up my mother, who, by the way, says hi. She loves you. And um, uh, I heard you on the radio, and I was like, oh, this has got to be talking about La Palmas. And uh, so when we were in grade school, um, <laughs> were you two years ahead of me? Molly, Molly, Molly. We're not doing dates. No, we don't do dates. So, um, but you are you are saying that, that Kathy is two years older than you. Is that, is that was <laughs> the, the point you were trying I to make? I all of that. <laughs> but, um, when I was in junior high and I was at Christ the King with her sister Elizabeth, um, and Elizabeth and I were pals, and uh, I would go home with her on Friday afternoons and spend the night in slumber party over yeah. the twins. But it wasn't like anybody else's slumber party because I- I'm sure I'm not the only one of her pals she subjected this to also. But <laughs> our, no sitting around listening to the Partridge family on our record player on mm-hmm. Friday night. We worked at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And we would wash dishes in the back. And I'm sure there was an air conditioning back there. And it was as hot as I could possibly remember. And 
And that's how we would spend Friday night. She says, yeah, you can come over and we'll go to the restaurant. And uh, uh, I would be, you know, elbow deep in that old, old, old school dishwasher back there. And I loved it. It was my introduction to Mexican food, my introduction to hard work in the restaurant business. And um, I loved your family so much. And both were equally important, the food and the work ethic. (laughs) Absolutely. And Fridays after the restaurant was closed and we got all cleaned up and go back over to your house and all of those family members, um, I loved spending the night over there in that big dormer bedroom. Yeah, we, we all had uh, canopy beds and uh, the four yeah. girls slept upstairs and we had a ball. Oh, I'm sure that it was, was quiet. Amazing. Yeah. It was incredible because I had no sisters and I go over there and I'm like, oh, goodness, <laughs> there's all these girls. And um, it was it was a blast. But being at the restaurant was just absolutely amazing. Almost as good as waking up at your house on weekends and your mother would cook the most delightful breakfast. And um, I, 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 I think I wanted to move in. Uh, <laughs> well, Molly, Molly uh, did you learn to cook any specific Mexican dish from being over there? Um, you know, I don't think they ever let us that too, too close to that part no. of the kitchen. But um, <laughs> I sure ate my share of tacos and they were delicious and um it, I mean, I, I still go to the corner cocktail, and I, every time I go in, I'm like, yeah. oh, I miss those bones. I love the restaurant. And I remember Cruz, our cook, uh, she was, Molly, yeah. Molly, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, yeah. Molly, Molly. That's oh, so funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's, oh, my, I scared to death of that woman. <laughs> I know. She was about four <laughs> foot eight, but she terrified me. Wonderful and, cook. <laughs> oh, my gosh, she was amazing. Um, but I go into the corner cocktail now, and I think, yep, I feel the same way you do, and I love the washers. I love the, the place, but... The memories. I can still smell the restaurant. Oh. I'll invite you over because, yes. hey, I'm making Mexican food soon, so I'll invite you over. Oh, please do. Oh, please, right. please, okay. please do. And you're a beautiful, beautiful mother. I love listening to your stories of her. My mom likes to joke that um, I knew your family, of course, and you're all Mexican. And she, I used to think that Quinn was a Mexican name. <laughs> Quinn wasn't a Mexican name. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, your fabulous father and mother, we love them. And we all grew up oh. together and just, and your brother, love him, Chris. All right. Oh, well, my well, goodness. Thank you. I well, just picked up my mom and we're on the way to All right. Tell brother. her I said hi. Thank you. Good to see you. Well, thank right, you, Molly, for thank calling you. in. Bye. All right. Kathy, I'm noticing something here that did your grandmother and mother hold the recipes and all that very closely to the vest? How and, did you know? And not share with anybody? How did you know that? Well, you know, it's, it, it's now, if, if anybody tried to make something, were they harsh in their criticism? Oh, no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Oh. You, well, you well, mean if somebody tried to copy it and say, hey, would you try this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh gosh. no. My grandmother would try to help him, but she's not going to. Oh, gosh. Back at Topeka, any of the girls trying to make something that grandma did, if you did it wrong, you she'd let you know it. Oh, no. My grandmother would try to guide them and help them. Uh-huh. Um, but we, I would never try because we had her. Why would yeah. we try uh, it? Don't you wish now you had made a little bit I of effort? I know it. I know it. I, I thought about it back then. You just don't want to think about it. You think they're going to be around forever. But she left quite a legacy. Okay, so somebody on the text line said the family, um, their family were longtime customers. They said their tacos were still the best they've ever had. So, so if they closed in 80, so you're talking 40, 50 years ago, why would somebody say and still remember how amazing the tacos were? I have people come up all the time. Why? I mean, what's different? Well, their families. It was a family place. They felt as if they were part of our family, and the food was just, it wasn't like, okay, uh, uh, what do you call it, a line, a production okay. line. It wasn't. It was every meal was specific and it didn't we weren't fast food that's what in our in our menu we said hey if you're looking for fast food this is not fast food okay well let's back up to the basics what did the tacos look like (laughs) because i mean nowadays tacos could be anything from just 
a couple of small tor- flat tortillas just laying on the plate with stuffing on it. Well, we had chicken tacos, which okay. are fabulous. Were they soft shell or hard shell? The chicken tacos were hard shell. You okay. could get them soft shell, but okay. they were hard shell. And you okay. had your pico de gallo, which okay. we hand Corn cut. tortillas or flour tortillas? Corn tortillas. Okay. The beef tacos were uh, your uh, corn tortilla, your beef, and then your lettuce and your Parmesan cheese with your salsa on the top. And they were... Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. So you guys used... Parmesan mm-hmm. cheese on your tacos yes. way back then. Yes. Okay. We did not use the orange cheese. Well, you know, it's interesting that um, people, you know, talk nowadays in the last 10 years has been a revival of tacos and all that. And some people talk about the Parmesan cheese on tacos. And I've heard several people say that's a Kansas City thing. And oh. you don't see that in other parts of the country. I've seen it in Mexico. Yeah. 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 But you don't see it, I, I guess, probably because it's not in Tex-Mex. Oh, okay. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? That you know, is. But, I never thought of that. Yeah. You know, so um, I'll have to I'll do some research on that. See if if that's considered authentic in Mexico now. Okay, it may not be now, but it was then. But my grandmother Parmesan cheese and a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah. so uh, there's going to be some people going to find it interesting. So this is so they were doing that as early as when when did Las Palmas open? Forty eight. Forty eight. So mm-hmm. you were do, they were doing not par- me. <laughs> no, no, but they they were <laughs> doing know, Parmesan cheese on their tacos back then. Yes. Oh yes. Did you make your own uh, tortillas? Sometimes we did, yes. Okay. I will tell you, though, this is, okay, so La Flor de Mayo was the first tortilla factory here in Kansas City, okay. the Gutierrez family, and uh, so he made the tortillas. That's how we met our cook. He knocked on the door and said, I have a, a cook here. Um, she's looking, you know, I need to get some extra work for her, so that's how we started. It's weird. And then oh, yeah. today, three years ago, Mr. Gutierrez's daughter that I grew up with, she's now one of my dear friends again. We grew up together. It, isn't that weird how things, yeah. and so she... We kind of work together now. That's not well. related to the arts Mexican chips. Guter- no. Okay. No. This okay. is the Gutierrez family. Oh. Roy Gutierrez and okay. uh, Angelo, Ralphie, and Mona. Jude. They call her Jude. But anyway, so now we're back together again. But they were the first tortilla factory, first Mexican restaurant, and collided now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Their tortillas oh, were fabulous. They were over there by Brown's Market in Delhi, 3030 okay. Pennsylvania. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, to, to, to for people to specifically remember how amazing tacos mm-hmm. were from 50 years ago. Chilo con queso, I get it all the time. The burritos, yeah. Yeah. the burritos, because you don't put the processed cheese. I mean, it was all, not all from scratch, but as much as we could. You know, it wasn't just we just bought stuff in and recooked it and re-microwaved. We never, obviously, we didn't have microwaves early on then, but um, no, we used a steam table and everything was made with love. Yeah. My grandmother's love. Well, you know, for people wanting to replicate some of the amazing food, you've got to drill down to specific ingredients. Have you ever had the, any of the tortillas from Yoli yet? No, I've heard about okay, it. Though. So Yoli is a local company that they just won the James Beard. I saw that. But uh, we've been using Yoli for a little while um, since the beginning of the year for our breakfast burritos. Oh. But I use, we use their um, flour tortillas because, because of the way it's made. Mm. You know, and it's just... Um, uh, the way they make that, and I, I hear their their corn tortillas are even better. But Sherry, my wife, is allergic to corn, so we stay away from corn tortillas. Uh, Matt, uh, I work with Matt Stewart, and he just did a story with them. Yoli, yeah, oh, they're absolutely amazing. I mean, it's just good luck getting into ta- calling them right now because they're world famous. Oh. I mean, for a bakery, I mean that's a big deal. Yeah. To, uh, you know, uh, James Beard Bakery, but then to specifically just do tortillas, yes, absolutely. I mean, they, they've truly mastered the art of making. Making uh, tortillas. Okay, like, I have to go there after the you know, show. And, uh, the, the masa, I hear they bring the masa up from Mexico. You know, the the the, the, the fat that they use. Mm-hmm. It's not a commercial lard. You know, they, they do some with avocado oil for vegetarians, but then they, they get true leaf lard from Paradise Soccer Meats. Same mm. place I get my bacon. 
Oh, how funny. You know, so but but they make it the way they did 50, 60, 70 years ago. That's it. You can't, you know, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's right. perfect. Yes, absolutely. You know, and if you look ingredients, some of the other ones, some of the there's other ones that are, are fantastic. I mean, they're really good. Mm-hmm. It's just not ancient, amazing like this is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's hard to find those right now, but it's um um, if, Silvas are good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's some, there's some great great ones. I um, we used to buy ours from Ninfas all the time. Mm. That was our number one favorite uh, t- uh, tortillas was Ninfas. Okay. They're only open Monday through Friday, and they won't wholesale, so that's why I don't carry them. Wouldn't wow, have tried that, buddy. but their fried flour tacos are absolutely amazing. Wow. No, I haven't tried. Yeah, fried they fill flour them with taco. the meat, and then they f- they fry it, deep fry it. Okay. With that flour tortilla. You getting hungry? I'm starving right now. <laughs> I've got these beautiful cookies in front of me. Either. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, for the listeners out there, if you have a question, if it's off topic a little bit, we're okay with that. Uh, we can handle pretty much, hint- well, I won't say that. But Kathy can handle anything you throw <laughs> at her from Channel 4 and, and everything else she's doing. <laughs> 913-586-7798. So on the, on the tacos, yes, uh, that's amazing. We kind of covered that one. Chilo, um, okay, Chilo con queso, the Spanish rice, um, the costillas. Uh, looking at the menu it was hilarious. I think we had four tacos and beans and rice for two twenty five. Uh, and early on, though, it was oh my goodness, a quarter. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the prices for some of these places even going into the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember Antoine's on the Boulevard prime rib. You know, it was like eight dollars. You know, all you can eat the shrimp. You know, in the trucks, I think it was maybe nine dollars. My gosh. You know, but I mean that that I don't even pay attention to that because I mean that's just it's the food mm-hmm. you know that I miss you know and the little things that make such a difference. We where people you talk about Friday nights and Molly talked about Friday and Saturday nights. I mean th- those really were family nights. I can tell you we had uh, ba- basketball teams come in on Friday nights uh, after their games. We had uh, the Lynches, the Keppels, we had uh, the Starkies. Every Friday, we knew that they would be there Friday night or Saturday night. We knew exactly where they were going to stay, where they were going to sit, what they were going to order. So it was just, it became tradition for so many years. Um, and we find that, that's when I find a restaurant like that, I like it. Yeah. I like to, because you feel like you're a part of it. You know, you're not just a customer. Yeah. Do you do uh, tamales for Christmas Eve? Uh, no, I have. What do you do? One of my dear friend does the tamales, the Rodriguez family, they do the tamales. So you don't We do, go help them. Oh, yeah. So you don't do any of that old labor stuff that... Uh, Nah, sometimes. Yeah, you get somebody else to do that for you. We, oh. we go help her family Because it's a huge thing. Do oh, you guys yeah. do it? Do you do it? Uh, uh, oh, over in Topeka, they oh, okay, do. Topeka. Yeah. Okay, Topeka. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm a hangers-on. <laughs> I, I, I don't get into the labor and all that. Oh, my gosh. I remember one time we did tamales one summer um, at, at, at our bakery. and wanted to do it the real way. So I went down to Arts, and I said, what is the best masa that you have? And he goes, the blue corn masa that we bring up from Mexico. Because he said oh. all the corn that you get in the United States is GMO. He said, so they bring up the corn, the, the oh. blue corn directly from Mexico makes that. So I experimented with that, and it was unbelievable. You know, so we made all that, and I'll never forget, you know, when the, um, my, my in-laws, you know, came up over here and tried that, and they looked at it, and he was like, oh, this is Kansas City tamales. You know, this oh. isn't like what we, you know, what's this blue corn thing? You know, because it wasn't funny. traditional. Right, right. You know, but but it's you know the, the little nuggets of information. Yeah, that we you get don't here. think you don't think that's going to make a difference, yeah. and it surely does. But it was. I, I don't even know if they still make that now, because oh I, I think Yoli's owns Arts Mexican Products now, so they're oh. together. They're together. So uh, next time I talk okay. to them, I ask them if they can still get that. But that's you know, so good. I'm, I'm I love the way people love Mexican food. So when my dad that going back to the time he took his sister to the restaurant and he thought that my mother was my uncle's wife, my aunt was Irish. 
She had never seen a taco in her life. Now, this yeah. would be un- unheard of nowadays. She looked at it, didn't know what to do. She took her fork and her knife and tried to cut it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she did. I don't think she really liked it then. She grew to like it. You know, she didn't eat too much of it then, but it was hilarious. Well, you know, we've all run into that. You know, like if, if you or I were to go the first time we had Ethiopian food, mm-hmm. you know, if, you, if you've not had it, go try that and you understand what it's like. You're just like, okay, there's no spoon, there's no fork. How do we do this? You know, but I love trying oh, yeah. the different the different foods and learning the histories of you know behind it, what yes. makes it so important. Yes, we were talking to Ian. That's what was I was fascinated just talking to him about food. Oh, he loves food. Oh, he yeah. thinks he thinks he's Mexican, FYI, and he also well, thinks I, he's a chef. Well, I, I I consider myself Mexican now. I've eat you know just just being around Sherry's family <laughs> in Topeka. You know, enjoying the amazing foods and the way they make things for real. And it's just, I absolutely love that. It's easy to assimilate yourself into all that. It really is. And they they make you feel welcome. Yeah. I think that's part of the success of this show is that, you know, when you meet complete strangers, you know, you want to, if you want to make contact with them, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to talk about politics. Right. You know, you're not going to talk about religion. You know, sports is getting kind of sketchy, you know, because some people are so territorial. But, but food is, I think is so universal. You've got the food, absolutely, yeah. and people have their opinions. Oh yeah, you know, but 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 we're seems like we as a people are more willing to learn about other people's interest in foods. I I, lo- I love all foods. Yeah, I love to. I do. I'm just like you as well. Um, and I think people, I, yeah, I think it's like music. Music is the universal language. Yeah, who doesn't like to eat? Yep. Who doesn't like? Okay, to eat? so if you could go travel anywhere in the world tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't have to worry about the jet lag and the 10 hours like that. Where would you go and what meal would you get? I would go to Puerto Vallarta. Okay. And I would get their carne asada with the way they do it with the onions and um, probably in the beans they use the Parmesan cheese there. Okay. And guacamole. Oh, just give me guacamole. Okay. Uh, wh- what could be so amazing about the carne asada that makes you pick that out of everything in the world? I don't know. I don't know. It's the beef there. I don't know. Um, I think it's what they cook it in. Okay. Um, I think the spices that they use and then having the guacamole. Oh, my God. Good guacamole. A lot of cilantro. Uh-huh. A little bit a little bit of lime or lemon in it. Um, that's the key on that one as well. Uh, my daughter so, makes a, a really good guacamole. So when was the last time you had that um, down there? Last night. No, well, no. No, no. Not down there. Oh, down there? A year ago. Really? Okay. See, there's no way I could have a meal that amazing without <laughs> asking what they did different. Oh, no. We try, to, we try to replicate it at home. Yeah. Yeah, we try to replicate it. But they, it they wouldn't give you the lowdown of what was going on. You know, and when they, I will tell you, when they, do the, when they did the guacamole, they bring the tray over. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but they bring at this one restaurant, they bring the tray over and they've got, it's, a, it's like a, a show. And he does this with the... Uh, Molcajete. Uh-huh. Do you know what that is? The molcajete? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So they've got the molcajete and it's all in the secret is in that. And yeah. it's just, I was trying to watch it. I was trying to film him, but he oh. was too fast for me. Oh, Don't yeah. worry. I looked. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. So a couple things. So there's a mm-hmm. text line on here. It says, would you share the name of the Mexican restaurant in Topeka that I've mentioned? It says, thanks, Diana. That restaurant is my grandma Lupe's over in Oakland and Topeka. She's 102 years old. <sighs> it's not a restaurant. It's just grandma's house that she's Gosh. been in for probably 70 years. The most amazing food. She still lives at home. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. You know, and then, she's yeah. still cooking? Uh, no, 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 much. no. She's directing the crew now. Okay, okay. You know, that's, so you got the funny. daughters, you know, Mary, Carol, and Connor. You know, they they do all the cooking. But it's just, I, I was, so we, we went back for a Mother's Day. We're supposed to have tostadas. 
And the apparently the night before we got there, Grandma changed her mind and said, "No, we're having fried chicken." So oh I was heartbroken. <laughs> I still went, but it was like I was heartbroken. Uh, I'm gonna have to make you some tostadas. Oh, oh my gosh, that's that's the way to my heart. All right, so um, Rocco, let's go to line one. We have Kathy Uh-oh. on line one. What do you have for us, Kathy? I had my prom dinner at Las Palmas. Oh come on, you're kidding because me. Because I was dating Don Quinn. Kathy, 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 Kathy. how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I remember that and night. <laughs> I was working. I do. But we won't yes. talk about it. Well, what did you eat that night? <laughs> you know, I don't remember. I do remember it was all delicious because we would go in there on Friday nights anyway. Right. And Donnie would always take me back in the kitchen and we would talk to Cruz and I didn't know anything he was saying <laughs> because <laughs> I took French. I didn't take Spanish. Um, That's so but, and Cruz was a little intimidating, but the food was delicious. She was a great cook. Um, you know, when, what I understand is when the, the, Mr. Gutierrez knocked on the door and said, I have somebody for you. She didn't know anything about anything. And my grandmother taught her. She couldn't even, she said she couldn't even boil water and she became a fabulous cook. Oh, and you're kidding. No, no. And just, you know, she lived with me the last, uh, when my kids were little for three years. So she's no, wow. lo- she's no longer with us, but her, her memory lives on and, wasn't it fun, though, Kathy? Oh, it was so much fun because it was a family atmosphere. It was nice, but not stuffy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I probably had Donnie order for me because I wasn't sure what I w- was ordering. <laughs> but, um, yes, it was very nice, very neighborhood-like. Um, and I was very sad when it closed. Oh, yes. It was. And, and so he asked me, why do... Am I surprised that people think 30, 40 years later that they were the best tacos? Why did why does stuff like that stand out even, you know, today? Oh, my gosh. Well, today, as as Robert mentioned before, it's Tex-Mex. And what you had was truly authentic Mexican food with fresh ingredients. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, all handmade, homemade. And that's that's the difference. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Mm. Plus, real cute little waitresses and bus boys and things like that. They're very cute waitresses, absolutely. <laughs> You're so sweet. And Kathy comes from a huge family, like my family. Okay. And so family, food, music. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's all. Well, that's what holds ethic, everything together. You, you grew up in the restaurant. And the thing that impressed me the most, Kathy, was this was your mom's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Your your dad had his profession. He was an incredible attorney. But your mom, back in the 70s, was running a restaurant. Yeah. And that was so impressive. She was a great role model for young women. She was. She she just did it. And she uh, wanted to go to college. Actually, she did uh, one year later on at Longview. Uh, that was really funny. She'd bring her papers home that we were going to do. And on a Sunday night at 830, when usually it's your teenager, she'd say, we have a paper due. I go, mother, don't do this to me anymore. <laughs> but no, she wanted to always go to college. I go, you don't need to co- go to college, mother. You already did it. You did it. You showed everybody what to do. Ran a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? She yes, did she it. Did. In an incredible restaurant. And she did it without knowing what to do. But she did. And Thank women you, Kathy. didn't do that back in the 70s. Oh, that my was mother did. the start of it. Yeah. But your mother did, absolutely. And she got all the kids involved. And wow, what an experience to have had. I know. Well, it. see, that's why the kids got involved, because if the dad were doing it, nobody would have anything to do with it. <laughs> oh. See, but with mom's doing it. <laughs> hey, dad was there, Kathy. Remember? Dad, my dad was there. Yeah. Because he, oh, he yeah, would come he home from the there. office. Yeah. 
Oh, that's fine. Well, Kathy, yeah, I, thank thank you for calling in and sharing that and oh, bringing up a couple so things. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah. Love you, you Kathy. Bet. All right, so Kathy, Love you too. so Kathy, so it's interesting. So your mom ran it for about let's just say twenty years, and your grandmother opened the restaurant back mm-hmm. then. Were there very many restaurants that were women driven? Not to my knowledge. During either Mm-mm. either one of those two runs. So she, so my grandmother's a little bit older, and she had her daughter and sons do it and then they spread out and i believe at one time they had three or four restaurants yeah i don't remember that my older brother tells me and um so this main one though the others took off and and had their own restaurant there was garcia's mexican uh, mexican restaurant mexican village and then my actually my uncle rafael went to branson and opened a garcia's mexican village and it was the first mexican restaurant there with a hotel oh or a motel that's right Yeah. yeah my cousin christy and her family they they all live in branson they have cakes and creams it's not mexican but it's Pretty good ice sure. cream and burgers. All right. Oh, Kathy Quinn. So I got a personal text here from Jim, Eddie, and family. They oh. said to tell you hello. Hello. Uh, they love you. I love them. And they're great. Uh, that that whole, Jim, Eddie, I was just, he is a true Kansas City treasure. Isn't that hilarious? He's been on my show twice so far. I think he's going to be the first person to come back a third time. If you ever need a PR person, then you need Peggy. Oh, you really? Need oh. Peggy Eddie Miller. She's hilarious. That's, that's, that's uh, you know, I love this town. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Let's go back to the Parmesan cheese. That, go back. <laughs> Well, no, it's so, well, where did they get the Parmesan cheese? Okay, so I was just going to say, it wasn't the green Parmesan that no, we have well, now. No, no, that's... Yeah, they that's, would have gotten it from Mexico. Okay. Did they make any Parmesan cheese in Mexico? Uh, um, did, or is it like Italian Parmesan cheese, the wheels? I think it's the wheels. Okay, so they would bring in... I think later on we went on then to buy it like that, but in the beginning it was the wheels. Yeah, and then the grated it yourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I wonder... I'm, I'm Which curious. takes time. Everything takes time. That's right. why it wasn't. Yeah. I know. mean, there's no, I mean, for if you're cooking out there and you want to make a dish that's absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. if you're going to use Parmesan cheese, it doesn't matter what the car, if you buy it pre-grated, you will not like it. There is cellulose in there. Oh. Which is what makes it so it doesn't clump up. Oh. If you take real cheese and shred it and just let it set, if it, you know, if you do real cheese, mm-hmm. it will clump up on its own. And you could squeeze it, and it'll be it'll be back to, to hard cheese. So the cellulose, and you could it's mm. it's exactly what you think it is, is what's it's coated with it. You know, it's mixed in there, so it will not stick to itself. Oh, I so that's why it doesn't taste the same. See? Yeah, you know, but you want to do that. So I'm curious that you know, so you're talking about your restaurant or the, you know your grand, grandmother's mm-hmm. restaurant it goes back to the 40s, late 40s, and they were using Parmesan cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the wheels. So I'm curious what the tie-in with Mexico and Parmesan cheese if it was. I mean, I'm guessing they got it from Italy, but why would they use cheese from Italy? But wouldn't it be their own Parmesan cheese? I, I did, that's why I'm wondering. Yeah, did they make their own Parmesan cheese? I can't cheese? remember that. Yes, I think they did. I'm trying to think of, um, would it be goat cheese? Um, I just remember the wheels. I'm yeah. sorry, I can't well, remember. Well, you know, I'm going to give Jasper a call next week and see if he knows the history okay. of that because there were a couple of Mexican restaurants that opened up from by Italian families. Oh, okay. You know, so, you know, back in the fifties, I think. Um, you know, it's it's. I would. I would there's got to be some interesting story behind that. That's incredible. Because that's kind of. I've talked to a few people with that who love the taco, old fashioned tacos, and that, that's that's common. And you know, there's a restaurant in Brookside, Carmen's. Okay. Run by a Mexican family, and it's Italian restaurant. Okay. Did you oh, know yeah. that they're oh. from Mexico? You know, I mean, there's a lot of ethnic families that go into other ethnic mm-hmm. restaurants because, but when they do, they respect the, the the history of the new ethnicity that they're that they're cooking. Yeah. You know, that's it's 
too many restaurants that try to do fusion restaurants, and fusion, I think, is kind of an excuse to ignore the history of whatever it is that you're trying to copy. And then you, it doesn't taste the same. No, you know, because, I mean, there's the, there's the heart and soul of, of, of a lot of ethnic foods. You know, ethnic foods, you know, some of the best foods come from the poor parts of those countries, you know, where the, you know, it's like barbecue in this country. You know, that, yeah. you know, you had the poor people that didn't have the resources and the money to, to buy the higher quality ingredients. So they figured out how to take the tougher cuts of uh, like brisket and make it amazing. Um, the way Kathy was talking there, um, talking about uh, what an honor it was to, to be brought up like this. I always felt that everybody was Irish and Mexican. Yeah. I always felt it, well, you, that's how you grew up. But I felt such an honor to have had a father, Irish father and a Mexican mother, because it's all the commonalities they loved everything food faith was very big yeah uh, fun family was huge with my dad and my mom and as i said you know he always said she said she did the most beautiful woman mexican oh. woman and ian told you a story the reason uh so he saw these little blackheads running around right but he said he used to watch the john wayne movies and john wayne had the mexican women in so he said he was, he was going to marry a mexican <laughs> woman <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, I remember those old John Wayne movies. Yes, yes. Oh, that's funny. All right, so, so seeing as how you went off in a totally different direction, so <laughs> if we could, if we could travel anywhere in the world for a second meal, where would you go? Oh my gosh. Um. Probably, I would love to go. I would love to go. Let's see where. Italy. Okay. I'd love to go to well, Italy. Well, you know, think about that. Shoot me an email later. Okay. I'll share that in my email that I go to the customers. Okay. So uh, for uh, all you listeners out there, if you're new, uh, you're, what you're going to want to do is go to makethemsmile.com. That's the website for our bakery, Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. Sign up for the email newsletters, top left-hand corner. Um, this show will be saved as a podcast probably by 1 o'clock today. So if you have friends and relatives that you think would enjoy listening to the show, go there and sign up. We have followers now in 18 countries across the world that listen to this show. Whoa. Yeah, 18 countries. That's incredible. I mean, it, it's ever, everywhere from Bosnia to Somalia to St. Petersburg, Russia. Wow. England. I'd like to go to Russia. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if now's a good time to go do that. So be, uh, be, uh, make sure that you go back and do that, and mm-hmm. um, that'll be much appreciated. And if you want to send me an email because you have a lead for somebody who owns a restaurant, we can share these stories. You can reach me, Robert, at MakeThemSmile.com. Kathy, you have a few seconds or anything you wanted to say or add? Thank you so much. It's been an honor oh. and a pleasure to be here. And uh, we're going to feature Best Regards on Tuesday, I, I hope. Keep oh, our fingers well, crossed on Fox a, that's 4. That's awesome. I work on Fox 4 Morning Show. We're in at 3 in the morning. Okay. And uh, cookies will come in handy. But, yeah, we're going to find out what you look like and what awesome. the bakery looks like you want to do it. Okay. Fox right. Morning Show. So for listeners out there, if you want to reach me, come into Best Regards Bakery, 119th in Glenwood, and I'll listen to your story. This concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.